Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Stephen. Hey, buddies. And making his triumphant return, second time appearance, Brody. Hello. How you doing, Brody? Excited to be back on the podcast? Yeah, loving it. Living the this dream. Is- yeah, this is how it. This is how it usually goes on a week to week basis. We're all sort of in our own humble abodes and in front of a bunch of commuter, computer monitors, pressing some um, buttons. We don't have the usual swanky studio setup, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm more nervous <laughs> this time around because a lot hinges on my ability to work a computer. And I'm uh, a little, little no, concerned. you'll you'll be you'll be fine. So long as that recording just keeps running, it'll be mm-hmm. all good. Um, well, on the show this week, guys, we're going to be discussing uh, a little bit about Red Dead Redemption. Some news there this week. Uh, more about Far Cry Five. Uh, some Mario and Rabbids crossover that we're getting some more information on as well, uh, as well as the Uncharted movie. But first. Let's start with Castlevania on Netflix. Um, Brody, this piggybacks off last week's show when we were talking about video games on TV and specifically Netflix um, because uh, they were just... I'm totally blanking. What show was it they announced last week Uh, on Netflix? The Witcher. The Witcher. Thank you. Yes, it was The Witcher. Um, But we got a trailer today of Castlevania. This was a series we knew that they were bringing to Netflix for some time ago now, but we got our first trailer. Um, did, Did you guys both watch this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, let's grab your thoughts on it first, maybe, Stephen. What did, what did you make of the trailer? Um, I didn't predict that it would be animated. Like, after seeing the trailer, it kind of seems like it was obvious. I should have guessed that from the start, but I'm kind of happy that it's animated. It seems they could probably do a lot more with the inevitably smaller budget that they'll get for a Castlevania TV show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen. Yeah, I was trying to remember that. Like, I feel... It, it caught me by surprise. So I'm like, oh, like it's it's animated. Like it almost looks like an anime uh, in terms of its style as well. Mm, totally. Um, and it kind of caught me by surprise. I'm like, wait, did I know that it was animated? Do we know this? Is this a new thing? I'm not sure. I couldn't remember. Um, but it, yeah, I love the style of it. It looks super slick. Um, really, it's got me more excited for it. I think. I feel like they could do a lot more with it in in an animated sense than they would maybe be able to afford in a live action sense. Exactly. Um, but what did you make of the make of the trailer, Brody? Yeah, well, I actually had no idea that uh, a Castlevania series was even greenlit. Oh, like, right. Um, I thought it was brand new. And um, you kind of like you guys, I was kind of expecting it to be almost live action. But when the... Uh, and I, th- I thought the uh, the start of the trailer was really nice, like with the uh, mm. original Nintendo and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I reckon it looks really good. I'm pretty stoked on it. Yeah, I think that, it, um, that intro is really cool, actually. I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of that, because you see someone like sort of insert the cartridge and it boots up on the TV screen. And, and it's you got see, like House of Cards and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's got House of Cards and stuff on there. That's, that's really cool. I love the idea of like this alternate history where we have Netflix running on SNESs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think it looks me... really good. I've got, I've got, uh, I'm probably more excited for it now than I would have been if it was live action, because I think, yeah, as you say, they'll be able to do a lot more with it um, mm. on for less money and it'll probably seem a bit more uh, like well thought out and yeah yeah and, and, and the tone of it seems right too doesn't it like it, it's, it's quite yeah, it's, sort it's, of it's gothic but yeah yeah but still quite high action and i love the the music that was attached to the trailer as well um so we're expecting this july 7th uh, that's when it's going to debut on netflix um Hope, yeah, it's, it is quite soon. Hopefully, that is the same globally. I assume so. Being like a orig- like a, a Netflix original, like it's generally all sort of released at the same sort of time around the world, isn't it? Is yeah. that how Netflix? Yeah, generally, I know there have been a couple of shows that have come out recently that have been week to week, like Designated Survivors, one that sort of gets week to week episodes. But 
I yeah. think you're right, generally. Yeah. All right. Well, fingers crossed we get either the whole season on 7th or uh, we're getting them all at the same sort of time. Um, but on with the news this week. It is a, an action-packed news week, so we're going to do our best to, to power through it. Um, and that is that Red Dead Redemption has sadly been delayed. Um, caught some people by surprise. Other people saw this coming. Uh, but it's been pushed back till spring 2018, which is sort of our autumn. Um, and they did uh, release some screenshots to sort of appease us in the in the meantime. Um, but Brody, we were talking about Red Dead uh, at length last last week. Um, what what's your reaction to this this news? Yeah, a little bit disappointed. Um... I honestly thought that it probably would come out this year because obviously we're talking about uh, Far Cry possibly being Western and now now the whole running joke is that uh, Rockstar got scared at that thought and so <laughs> they, they, they dropped it back. But um, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed, but Rockstar generally deliver on anything they do. So yeah. uh, I think the, the, the extra time will only make it better. And yeah, like that... well, as we were discussing last week, it it would wouldn't really make sense, I think, for Rockstar to be scared of Far Cry. They sort of do whatever they want and don't really pay much attention to the competition. Yeah, um, in the place. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but Stephen, they are known for delaying their games, aren't they? Um, I don't remember many Rockstar delays. I mean, generally, yeah, as Brady was saying, they they fin well release a game when it is done and when it is up to their quality standard and i guess they weren't going to get there when they said they would before so only makes sense to delay it i yeah i don't really have a problem with it do you reckon we'll we'll see it in spring or our autumn then in 2018 you reckon they'll hit that date now i reckon they'll be aiming for it who knows what could happen between now and then but yeah i wouldn't imagine they would delay it to late 2018 it kind of would be dragging on the marketing push a bit long if they did that Mm, mm. Do you reckon, because like, uh, I'm trying to remember when, when Grand Theft Auto Five came out as well. That was like around September, I think it was, um, in 20, was it in 2013 that came out, September 2013? I, I thought it was like just before, I'm sorry, I'm clearly that stressing sounds, It sounds about memory. right. Like I remember I bought it just before an exam, which was around that time. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a fair few people that did that. I wonder how those exams all went. Um, I'm I'm googling it now, but I just wonder yeah. like if it's going to have any. Im- I mean, it probably won't have any impact on sales being a Rockstar September game. September 2013. It oh, was. There you yeah. Go. yeah. Look at that. Bonus points to you. And um, <laughs> I just wonder, like, you know, if not being as close to Christmas is going to have any impact on its sales at all, or if this is going to be like another sort of billion dollar launch day game. Um, uh, it'll have no problem. I yeah. Think. Perhaps so. What did you make of the screenshots, though, Brody? Did they they excite you? Make you any more or less excited? Yeah, no, I was I was very impressed by them. Um, there was one of them of a couple peeding people holding like guns or something like that, and the, that didn't do a lot for me. But like the uh, the ones that sort of show off the landscape, like there's one of um, I assume the protagonist just sitting in a forest on a horse, and it looks really really lush. It looks so good. Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, so you're impressed by the visual fidelity of it, you reckon? Oh yeah, yeah yeah, Rockstar create really nice worlds and considering you think it's going to be a fairly large map for it to look so good is like very impressive mm. do you have any sort of theories as to who the protagonist might be at all um no have they said anything about the story is it set before or after yeah i can't i'm trying to remember now you remember anything steven absolutely nothing i'm yeah completely no. useless I when it comes I don't to think red they... dead yeah I, I i don't think they have revealed anything about the plot but you know whether or not I don't know if I should get into Red Dead spoiler territory. It could, it could be who you play the end of the game as, I suppose. Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wonder if it. I wonder if that is. I wonder if that's a little too kind of 
I think it's been out easily long assumed. Enough. I, but... think, I think we can spoil Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> I only played it at the start of uh, this year, so I was I was very late to play. I've never finished it, so Red I can't Dead. really talk. But all oh, right, never finished it. Oh, it's worth yeah. it's worth finishing. I remember because like, I like it. I let it go by for ages, uh, and uh, I eventually got back to it um, and played maybe half the game. Uh, and then never got around to finishing it. And so when I went to jump in again, I'm like, oh, I just don't feel like I'm doing it justice by starting at that midpoint again and trying to remember everything that I'd done previously. Because there was like maybe even a couple of years between this. Um, mm. So I went back and started the game from scratch and played through it all the way through, which is it's very rare that I do that for a game. But I really enjoyed it. Um, but yes, people are excited about Red Dead. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer Um but I think as you guys are speculating, it's going to do very well regardless. Um, where this maybe creates some interest uh, in, in leading on to our next news piece is with Far Cry. Because um, we've now had the location revealed there. Uh, it's been revealed as Hope County, Montana. It looks to be present day, although I'm not sure if we've got official confirmation on that yet. It doesn't seem to be particularly Western, despite having like a, a very sort of Western location, I suppose. Um or a historically Western location, mm. um, um, but the enemies as well. We we've also had uh, had the cover um, re- revealed as well, um, picturing who we sort of assumed to be the enemies. Um, Shannon, I think, was speculating that they might have been some sort of religious cult because there's sort of a shirtless man sort of hunched over in front of a Last Supper sort of style dinner um with sinner sort of uh on his back so some definitely some religious undertones there um but steven what what are your thoughts on on this far cry news and of that cover this that cover image alone has taken me from being fairly ambivalent on far cry 5 to i'm all in like oh okay yeah just i the idea of of cults is really really interesting to me like the cover it has like the charismatic leader and his I guess disciples or whatever they might be called in this sort of power setup, but just yeah, mm. the idea that the you'll have a group of these people who are sort of brainwashed for want of a better word, but like you know, they they'll have a, a tight group that is controlled by this leader, and they sort of you know, believe that it's all correct because he has such utter control over them. It's it's such an interesting idea, and um, yeah, I'm really keen to to jump into that in a sort of Far Cry context. Yeah, I, what excites me about the Far Cry games as well is they sort of do kind of play around with sort of political ideology and stuff as well. They sort of work in a few themes into their games like that. Um, and uh, and they've attracted criticism in the past, I suppose, for, for doing that. Uh, specifically, their covers as well. I know there was some, uh, some skepticism around this cover and some criticism attached with this cover as well. Um, but it, it almost kind of feels quite timely in a way, quite relevant to... Uh, the sort of current political climate in many ways. Um, it's so yeah, no accident, I of, don't think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm interested to see what they're going to be saying there, like what their their message is going to be and, and how they're going to go about handling that. Um, what's your reaction to all this, Brody? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of... I've got the opposite sort of feeling to it, I think. I um, Okay. I was really sold on the teasers, like the five teasers... Uh, four teasers? Four teasers that they You released. mean the videos that were yeah. sort of coming out over the last week? Yeah, I was like really... I was sold on the setting then. But mm. um, seeing the cover, I don't know. It, they just... Eh, they just look like Ghost Recon Wildlands characters, really. <laughs> That's so, fair. That That yeah. is fair, actually, yeah. I, I, none, none, none of them look too inspired. The villain looks kind of 
cheesy with his slick back hair and his weird sunglasses. Um, they definitely look threatening. They're armed to the teeth for sure, but <laughs> so it's it's definitely modern day given the uh, the guns they've got. But um, yes, good point. Actually, that is very but, good point. Um, and it looks like they've even militarized the dogs. So yeah. we might be fighting religious dogs or something like that. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. I've never been a real big Far Cry fan to begin with, but um, like the Blood Dragon was the last one I played, and I liked that a lot. But yeah, I'll color me uh, hesitant towards Far Cry Five. I think. Yeah, I, I'm a little. I suppose I'm a little mixed on this because I was so psyched on the idea of it being being a western and sort of being more of a historical sort of based game. Yeah, um, you went you like went I suppose for that Prime Wars. I did. Yeah, I know. I was really in their corner, huh? Um, yeah. But like you know, Far Cry games they they are typically sort of in a present or sort of modern era, um, and I was kind of excited to see it kind of do something a little bit different. Um, and this cover to me does. It, it does scream Far Cry, but in the way that we've sort of always known Far Cry, and I think I might have been ready for something a little bit different. Um, mm. All the same, though, uh, I am a big Far Cry fan, and I'm I'm excited to see what this game pans out to be all the same. Uh, no doubt we'll see uh, heaps more of it at uh, E3, I'm sure. Um, speaking of E3, something else we might be seeing some more about is uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, of which there's been some images leaked. There were, there's been some rumors circulating about this potential uh, mashup slash Ubisoft Nintendo collaboration for some time now. But it looks it looks pretty much confirmed at the moment. What are your thoughts on all these, Stephen? I really don't know how to feel about this. Hey, like <laughs> it's I'm I'm still trying to work out. I'm sure I'll probably give it a go, and I once we know a bit more about it than some leaked key images, maybe it'll start to make a bit more sense. But I, I don't love the Rabbids. I feel like they had their time when the Wii launched, and they've kind of just stuck around as low rent minions ever since. And like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't really see their appeal anymore. Look, in case in case you missed the news, um, the information came the way of Nintendo World Report, uh, suggesting it's going to be an August September release date uh, for the Switch. Uh, that the game is going to be made up of about sixty five percent turn based combat and thirty five percent exploration. So it's mixing some RPG elements into there. Uh, it's going to have a campaign of r- roughly twenty hours in length, um, and there's going to be some sort of co op elements as well. Um, Brody, does you reckon this is the kind of game for you? You've got a Switch, right? I do. Oh, it's not technically mine, but my housemate has one. Right. Um, yeah, well, I, I had no idea what it was until you sort of just explained it. And turn-based and exploration, you've sort of piqued my interest there a little bit. But um, Okay. Even if it is Mario and, and Rabbids? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't know what a rabbit is, but... <laughs> <laughs> is, is that one of those... Um, Probably better to not know. Yeah, I've got vague... Oh, like the weird screaming Rayman dudes. Yeah. 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 The they were, worst. like, introduced to the Rayman <laughs> franchise, like, quite later on, really. Like, what Rayman himself wasn't all that relevant at that time, and they brought these rabbits along. Um, if anything, was it introduced, ra- like, a party game or something? Yeah, Raving yeah. Rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's go. right. If anything, the rabbits brought Rayman back because then he had the resurgence with his origins and legends and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I mean they were quite popular. I think like I think the games did do reasonably well. Um, all the same though, yeah, this is this is interesting. I don't know. I'm it, it's so kind of bizarre that I'm 
I'm, when did you say it's coming? I want to see what it's when it pans out. Uh, well, the rumored dates at the moment are August, September. Um, yeah, I imagine I mean, we'll have that confirmed during their spotlight at E3. But uh, it's it's early enough that it, it's not getting mixed in with all that stacked October, November sort of time. But I don't know. It, I don't think it's still going to do too well. I mean, it yeah. might. I mean, on the Switch, I guess, though, people are kind of looking for new experiences, new games yeah, to play. Yeah, um, we don't know when Mario Odyssey is going to come out. Um, actually, on that note, Stephen, maybe, what do you think this means for Mario Odyssey? Do we, can we have, like, two Mario-branded games that are coming out in the latter quarter of the year? I think so. Like, I, I don't know the specifics, but I'm sure we've had, like, Mario RPGs come out in a similar time to like a mm. Mario Kart or a regular sort of Mario Galaxy or whatever there might have been in that year. I think this looks like it's different enough to a standard Mario game that it's not really going to be competing. It's just, I don't know, making sure that Mario is still relevant and known. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I'm interested to see what, what happens. I I don't know if we're going to see... I, we, I think we were discussing this last week, Brody, like whether or not we'd see it at the Ubisoft conference or Nintendo's. Yeah. Um, maybe even like a little bit of both. I don't know. Um, E3, though, for sure. We'll uh, be seeing some more. We're, I, we're definitely in that period of the year where it's like, oh, well, there's a little bit of news coming out. No doubt we'll see more at E3. Mm. Like everything is <laughs> just sort of slowly working its way out. Sort of, yeah. We're only about two weeks away, right? Uh, uh yeah, about that. Th- two or three? Three three weeks. Three yeah, weeks. I think. Two, yeah, two yeah, it's coming up real quick, real quick. Um yeah, no doubt the uh the, the new segments on the Startcast are going to be getting all the more meatier over the next couple of weeks. That's that's for sure. Uh, well, to wrap it up with the news this week, guys, uh, one other thing that I jumped out jumped out to me and I thought might be worth discussing is that Tom Holland, um, who's uh, probably best known for playing Spider-Man in the new sort of films they're doing, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming coming out later this year, um, he is going to be playing Nathan Drake, uh, or Nathan Drake Jr., I should say, uh, in the Uncharted movie that's been talked about and, and worked on for years now. Um, apparently, it's going to be inspired on the segment from Uncharted 3 where we see young Drake meeting Sully for the first time. Um, I didn't gauge Brody's uh, af- affinity with uh, with the Uncharted franchise last week, actually. I should have done. Brody, where, where did you come down on this news? Uh, well, I love Uncharted. Okay, good, um, good, good. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like anything Naughty Dog does. The, the we, can, we can definitely be friends, Brody. You can come back on the sidecast whenever I'm you glad. like. I'm <laughs> glad. Um, I didn't want to say it last week, because you would have been overwhelmed, but The Last of Us is very good too, as, as you know. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I hung on to hope for so long that if an Uncharted movie was going to happen, it would be with like Nathan Fillion or something like that, and mm. it would just be like a loose adaptation of one of the, one of the games, maybe, but... um. I guess if it's got to be anything, I guess, why not explore uh, Young Drake? Um, Tom Holland, to me, is still relatively unproven. Like, I've not really seen him, seen him in anything. I'd, I've never seen Civil War. I, I don't really care for those. Right. Have you been but, watching um, the trailers for Spider-Man? Or yeah, really a little bit. Either? Only because Michael Keaton has piqued my interest. Okay, but, right. Um, but yeah, he, he looks like he'll do okay. Um, he, he, and from all reports, I think Sony have come out and said that um, he carries the movie pretty well, which is why they've sort of tried to uh, cast him for Drake. So, yeah, I mean, 
Uh, watch and see, I suppose. Yeah, I, 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 like, I I'm blown good. away by the amount they've already got riding on this young young actor. Um, Two franchises. Cause he, yeah, because I mean, you're, you're right. Like he's he is unproven. Like he's not. We've other than Civil War, of which there was very strong done. fan reaction. I don't know if he's really done anything much. That yeah, I mean, he did main on a mainstream Billy level. Elliot on stage or something like that. I think he's known for that. But um, beyond that, I don't know what else he's done in film. Really, I'm I'm not googling. Yeah, okay, do that. Um, but uh, what, what, while uh, while Brody's doing that, Stephen, this has got to be a better choice than Mark Wahlberg, right? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think. Like, what are your thoughts then of going the young Drake route? Yeah, that took me completely by surprise. But the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Like as an an adult Drake, you'd probably be a bit more. Uh, sort of needing to cover the stuff that the games have already sort of covered or just, you know, give him another adventure that somehow slots into the timeline weirdly. But having him young, mm. it sort of focuses around, you know, one of the flashback sections of Uncharted 3 or at least, you know, roughly around that time. But it gives him a lot of freedom to, you know, set up an entirely new story that doesn't really need to slot in with existing um, existing canon of the series, I guess. Yeah, and it allows them to sort of set up their the story on their own terms, I guess. Mm. Like, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's necessarily been confirmed yet whether or not it is going to slot in, slot in um, exactly, sort of with the canon of the games and that that universe, or if it is going to sort of parve its own way. Um, but anyhow, like playing around with that that origin story, I guess it would be. Um, I guess it would be. Yeah, them to set it up. I mean, that's. I guess it would. That has to be. Uh, that's not. I mean, that's not the way that it pans out in the games. But I suppose that would what it would be. Anyhow, we'll, I guess we'll find out. Um, but I'm kind of excited yet that this is this is different. Um, my my worry was that they were gonna just gonna try and transplant one of the stories from the games into into a movie. Um, and I think it works well in a game because it is like it's an action movie sort of sequence coming across into a game. Um, if you sort of go in reverse there, I don't know if that that works the same like you it'll just kind of come across as like a Indiana Jones or a Tomb Raider sort of rehash. Mm-hmm. Um, but by going the sort of young Drake young indie route even um, I think it opens itself up quite nicely. So, I don't know. Like, I I would be excited for this movie nonetheless. But this is this is because it's not what I expected it was going to be. It's got me all the more excited. I think. Um, I'm hoping yeah. as well that by attaching Tom Holland, who is increasingly more well known now, his name's getting thrown around all the time, um, that they are getting more serious about this film, and and we're going to be a little bit closer to it at becoming more of a reality than it has been in the last couple of years. Yeah, I guess like because Tom Holland's um yeah he he's known he's been in films, but um you know that means that they must have some confidence in this being an actual thing. They're casting real people who exist and are reasonably <laughs> well known. It's sort of you know makes it a more real thing. Mm, mm. Mm. And I suppose he would be getting offers kind of left, right, and centre at the moment as <laughs> Probably, well. So for, for sure. So for him to sign he's up for twenty, him, yeah, yeah, so he's young. making me feel like I've not done enough in my life. <laughs> you haven't. I'm I'm like twenty seven. <laughs> so come on. <laughs> um, maybe I should have stuck my hand up to be Nathan Drake. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I'd watch that. Uh, in similar news, though. <laughs> but what about um? Has anyone got any interest in Tom Hardy being Venom? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then this week as well, they're talking about a Venom standalone film, right? As yeah. well. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested. In that. That's that's again like another example of them already sort of riding a lot onto onto on Tom Island's Spider Man. Um, but I will it tie I think into Tom, the movie though. 
Or is it going to be sort of? I think it's also. Well, I think it's supposed to be with the intent of introducing him into the same universe. So Mm. I think, yeah, I think it is like a kind of setup story that he is going to come across. But um, I I don't know. Like, I kind of like the sort of anti hero story. I think they could do something interesting with that. Um, Venom's an interesting character too, uh, and Tom Hardy obviously is a very talented actor, so it could could be something there. And what are your thoughts on that, Stephen? Actually, um, I'm I have no thoughts whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, okay, uh, I'm well, frantically <laughs> googling who Tom Hardy is to remember who this guy is. Mad Max, oh, right. oh well, Brody, he was the guy he... in Mad Max. Okay, that's cool. He's Bane. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, and okay, Bane, yeah. it's all coming yeah. back to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Brody, since you brought it up, I assume you've got an opinion on the matter. Uh yeah yeah I do. Um, What's the <laughs> care to my opinion? Us? My opinion is that I love Tom Hardy, and I'll support anything he does. Okay, there you go. Fun little aside, I just googled it. Tom Holland was in a Tom Hardy film called Lock, which Lock? is a great film. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's basically Tom Hardy in a car alone for ninety minutes making phone calls. It's really good. All right, there you go. Yeah. So, so you, there, you strike there, me as that. quite quite a movie guy, Brody. Is that is that right? Oh, I like movies, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call myself a cinephile or anything like that, but um I well it sounds like you've got quite the discerning taste, like you, you well, certainly I just seem that. to know what <laughs> you know what you like. Yeah, what that's I like. that's what yeah, I, I say. What I like. like you you seem to have like very clearly defined likes and dislikes. Um anyhow, let's play what the wiki, uh, shall we? Making its triumphant return oh, for yes. season two. I've decided that like this is season one is done and dusted. I think Matt was Matt declared won. the winner. Yeah. Um, I didn't get him a prize because I'm stingy like that. Um, <laughs> but season two, what the wiki? We're going to start afresh. You guys are going to be the first two to have points up on the board, or one of you is at least. Um, and uh, we'll uh, get this ball uh, rolling. So um, for those playing at home, uh, how does this work? So uh, I'm glad you asked, Brody. Uh, <laughs> what the wiki is the Starcast game show where I, the host, will read part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. So, Brody, you've never played What the Wiki before. Did that make sense? Yes. Yes, thank you. Okay. So, I'm basically, I've just extrapolated a bunch of text. It used to be kind of like the first paragraphs, but then I kind of like, not every Wikipedia page is as good as it should be, and I just kind of like pull out sentences and sort of arrange them in a way that I think is fair. Um, there might be some rapid-fire guesses. Uh, you might be able to rapid guess rapidly guess <laughs> some of these games based on the conversation we've been having today. How um, do we guess? Do we just say our name or...? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how okay. we do it, right? It's been a while since we've done What the Wiki. Is yeah, it we just kind of buzz in with your name? I can't new remember season, if I just screamed, screamed the name of the game or if I screamed my name. Hmm. Y- yeah. Yeah, I think, I, th- I think if you name the game, that's fine. Executive decision has decided. Okay. Yeah, I was so convinced so. in the way I said that. If you do that, that's fine. I think that's the way we did it. Um, okay. But you can... Only get one guess before the your opponent has a guess. Mm-hmm. So, so if you guess in early, I get to continue reading, and the other contestant yeah. can then put in a guess. If they guess and their guess is wrong, then it's opened up again. Cool. That's that's a slight rule change. I'm making it up <laughs> as I go along. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in. Uh, all right, game number one. Contestants, are you ready? Ready. The game is a party video game developed and published by Ubisoft. The game is a spin-off. Redman Raving Rabbits. 
<laughs> I knew it was going to be quick, this one. Uh, Steven, yes, you guessed it. You guessed it right. Huzzah. Uh, oh, by the way, two Brody, it's best of three. So that Ooh, was game okay. number one. So you're still you're still in the running. You've just oh, got to guess the next God. two. Right. So finger on the buzzer, so to speak. Game number two. The game is an upcoming open-world action-adventure game based on a Marvel comic superhero. It was the first licensed game developed by Insomniac. It is being oh, developed... Oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> Aha, yes! Mm. Oh, oh thank you, so this competition's <laughs> heated up! Thank you, Stephen, for letting me have that. Uh, it, oh, yeah. I would just say I'll let you have it. <laughs> I, I thought, like, after the first sentence, you guys were going to be on the after, Like After Marvel, I blanked. My heart sunk. Yeah, I did the same. I was like, wait, Marvel... Uh, no, I had no idea. <laughs> And my like, my, my no, hope right. there was that it was gonna that you wouldn't pay attention to open world action adventure and you would be thinking like Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale or something. It's like Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad it I'm glad it tripped you up. Uh, okay. Good. I'm glad we got to game number three as well. This might be a slight, slightly trickier one. Game number three. The game is an open-world first-person shooter developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published by Ubisoft. It was released on October 21, 2008 in North America, October 23, 2008 in Australia, and October 24, 2008 in Europe. It was made available on Steam. That, um, this is a bunch of release dates. Ignore that. <laughs> Crytek, Crytek, the developers of the original game, were not involved in the development of this game. It is the second installment of the main series. Ubisoft Far Cry 2? Far Cry 2 is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> well done, Steven. That uh, was good. That was good competition, guys. I was I was like wondering where it was going to get picked up. I was so there. unsure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like Far Cry Predator. Oh, is that is that a game? That's like a really oh, old That was Predator? a no. horrible Wii game. Was it? Yeah, that was, 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 it? That was a though, thing. Yeah, it was Seriously? like a launch Wii game. It was not very good. There's a reason Far no Cry. one remembers it. Far Jack Cry Carver. Predator. Wow, I'm gonna have to search this up. That's amazing. Is it part thinking... of the part yeah, of the I think Far, so. Cry, Far Cry series? Yeah, I think so. Kind of. Far Cry. What's Far Cry Instincts? Oh, that sh- came up on it. Maybe that was the one. Is Predator it a Instincts? Thing? Instincts yeah, Predator. Instincts is the one where you go feral and stuff, and you use like feral powers. Oh my god! What is this game? <laughs> Oh yeah. An Xbox 360 title released in 2006 is a gra- oh okay. Instincts Predator is a graphically enhanced version of both Far Cry Instincts and Far Cry Instincts Evolution. Uh, oh my goodness, they've improved on the name game. What a mess. Game actually. This franchise well. has come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Stephen. You're off the mark on well done, season two of What the Wiki. Uh, and with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 101 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search the Startcast. Follow Pressstart on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Pressstartau, as well as visiting the site at pressstart.com.au and join the conversation by tweeting us using the hashtag, hashtag the Startcast. I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Joining us today, taking away the points and what the wiki was, Stephen... You can see all my game knowledge about early Wii stuff on at Stephen Impson. <laughs> it was social media bits and pieces, isn't it? Social my bits social media bits and bobs. I've, do you know bits and bobs? I've got this written on a post-it note on my desk now so I can remember to say it and I totally forgot it. I'm so happy I about totally that. totally missed the post-it note. I'll send you a picture later, Stephen. Uh, and joining us today, making his ever so glorious second appearance <laughs> on the... I'm running out of adjectives on the on the start cast is Brody. 
Yep, thank you. Um, yeah, you can generally find me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Writing a bunch of news over at Press Start at the moment. Aren't you? you were hot in the pulse of all the Far Cry news this week, I noticed. Oh, no, yeah, Red I'll, Dead. Sorry, the Red Dead news you were hot in the pulse. Yeah, both, I think. I think I woke up at uh, like five in the morning. I had some time, so I thought, why not? As as you do. Who as wakes up at five in the morning and has time? Well, I, if I'm I up at five a... in the morning, it's like to smash down some breakfast and get where I need to go. <laughs> yeah, well, couldn't sleep, I suppose. Bravo to you, sir. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye.